Welcome back to the School Vibe Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things related to the topic of education. I'm your host, Jaden Call, and in today's episode, I'm joined by Ingrid Willie, who is a teacher at Sam Livingston Elementary School. In last week's episode, I talked about what it has been like being a teach- uh, student during the COVID-19 pandemic. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing what it has been like being a teacher and the struggles that some teachers have faced during the pandemic. If you did not catch the last episode, you can listen to it on cmru.ca. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to say welcome and thank you for agreeing to come onto the podcast today. You're more than welcome. All right, so we are going to start right in March when the schools close down. Um, so what was it like right as COVID-19 shut down the schools? It was questions from every questions from every angle it was how do you how how do we teach online when we normally teach in class how do we keep kids engaged how do we make sure that parents are able to help kids particularly because i teach in french immersion Mm. um but before we could even get to that it was the how do we deal with all the technology none of us none of us had ever used had ever used google classroom none of us there was a lot of that technology we hadn't used so the, those first few weeks were very steep learning curve as we figured out the, tech, the technology end, plus all the other intricacies of dealing with kids learning online, particularly seven-year-olds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what were your initial reactions when you found out that the schools were going to be closing down? It was, it was initially shock. Just as, as it just surprised because this is a school system that even when it's ridiculously cold and it's not safe to be on the roads, there's no snow days. Oh, so yeah. for school to totally shut down was quite the surprise. The only time I've ever seen that before was the 2013 floods mm. because of the declared state of emergency. Right? Yeah. That's the only time I've ever seen schools close um, in Calgary anyway. And, and then from there, it was a whole lot of, well, now what? <laughs> exactly. I guess just that uncertainty yeah. of how are things going to exactly. unfold. And... Is this is this for a week? Is this for two weeks? Is this for a month? Is this till the end of the year? Are we going back? When are we going back? Of course we're not going back. All yeah. those things were questions daily. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. I heard you kind of touched on it a little bit, but how did the schools run? Because for university, we do it on Google Meets. Right. So did you do it on like Zoom or was it like some other way of teaching? (laughs) Between them announcing that schools were closed and right before spring break or yeah, just before spring break, I had to pick that out. And then then when we were technically supposed to come back, uh, we went from not having access to Google Classroom or Google Meet or anything like that to all of that stuff being turned on. So we then had to learn how to use those, learn how to, you know, we, we used we used all the stuff through Google uh, because the CBE has got, you know, they, they buy their, edu- you know, their G Suite for education or whatever. Oh, yeah. All those so, licenses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was what we were using. Um, but, but again, it's things that most of us had never used. Yeah. Are they easy to use? Sure. Are they easy to teach a seven-year-old how to use through the computer? Nope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially like them being in their homes. Yep. It's like, 
how do you keep their attention focused? Well, and, and, and what device are they using? Are they using a computer? Are they using a tablet? Are they using a little phone or something? Are they using a Mac or a PC? It doesn't really matter, but it kind of matters. Because yeah. at that point, too, par- most parents had never used it. Most of the kids had never logged into their Google accounts because there'd been no need for them. Like We were starting from... We, we were teaching kids how to use technology that can be used in the classroom that they'd never used remotely. Yeah. Where they had to log in to use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, that, those couple of months initially were so hectic and it's like, oh my goodness, how are things going to go from here? And Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to kind of jump ahead a little bit mm-hmm. to right before... Like schools reopened and right in August, right at the end of August. Did you have any concerns about the start of the school year? And um, I know there's a lot of like precautions that mm-hmm. obviously we have to follow now. So, how have you kind of like enforced those, I guess, especially with young kids? Right. With like mask wearing and like effective hand washing mm-hmm. and all that stuff? Though, going into it, it was a lot of how well is this going to work in that first day when we saw kids we well they we did we did sort of a staggered entry so we had we <laughs> groundhog day three times we got day one three times as oh, they as yeah. they broke you know we, we got a few kids for the first three days and but i was pleasantly surprised how after the first day just the first day you saw that yeah the kids were told they had to wear masks so okay they'll wear their masks Oh, we have to use the sanitizer every time we come in and out of the classroom? Okay, we can do that. Like, they were, you saw so quickly how they were just so happy to be back and happy to be with other kids that they would jump through whatever hoops there were. Like, each of those day ones, I ended up, that there was a kid who would, who asked the question, do we have to wear our masks all the time? And when the answer was, yep, that's what we're doing at this point, it was, oh, okay. And it hasn't been a question since oh yeah but i think that's because i'm dealing with seven-year-olds <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> not you know 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds or 17-year-olds <laughs> yeah they're not as stubborn and they're they're young enough that they hear they hear the rule and they're happy to just follow it because yeah. it because it means they get to be there with their friends yeah exactly i know for me and like people my age even for like those six months of just being locked in your house mm-hmm. and like not being able to really go out and like socialize just to be like back in that school atmosphere and be able to be with other people yeah not just your family yeah it's nice to have that communication with others those other connections are important and you see that with the kids a lot mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah did you have any doubts or were you worried at all about going back to school even though covid was still such a big issue <laughs> I had, early on, I had myself kind of wrapped my head around it because I didn't really see the, I didn't really see the choice. I needed to be there to be, I need, I needed, I needed the income. That was my job. That's what I was going to do. I have two daughters who were, would have put up one heck of a fight if I had tried to say they were doing school online because even the super introvert was going, get me back to school now, mm-hmm. which says something. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, so, so I wrapped my head around that initially, and yeah, it was just going to, I was just going to make the best of it. Uh, my a very unique situation, right, 
with about a week left before the end of school, before we went back, my parents provided me with an opportunity that if I really wanted to choose to stay home for the year because I didn't think it was safe, they would help to make that happen. And I, I spent a few days really ch tossing that back and forth. But for me, what it the being able to do the job and actually having connection with people outweighed the rest of it. But there are that there are people who were choose who were desperate to teach, get into the online working hub online. There are people who have taken time away. There are a lot of subs who aren't working this year because they are concerned about the risks. Yeah, I was again. I looked at our our demographic and figured you know we're probably okay. The, the weakest link with kids back at school is were parents able to keep sick kids home? Where we are most parents are in a position that they can. Mm -hmm. If I taught in an area where their parents were working more hourly jobs or there were fewer stay-at-home parents, I might have made a different decision. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It all depends on what the circumstances are, yeah. right? And yeah. What's going on. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about how the year's gone mm -hmm. from, you know, the start of it to present day. Mm -hmm. Um, so how is it going? Is it easier, harder, or about the same? It's different. I don't know. I, I tend to think of myself as a fairly flexible person, so I'm dealing with it not too badly. Have I, I've done a lot of things differently, but I kind of like the challenge of changing things, changing things up, so mm -hmm. that's okay. I don't know how sustainable that's going to be, but so far it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, I look at look at the call look at my colleagues at school, and I see how many of them are just exhausted because of the amount the extra preparation that has to go in. Because rather than be, 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 because they're, we're all having to change how we teach, especially in an elementary school, learning a second language with young kids, you do, you tend to rely on doing a lot of group work and a lot of center work and lots of opportunities for kids to work together and move around and those are all things we can't do mm -hmm. so it's a lot of us are feeling like it's kind of like your first year teaching even if you've been teaching for 20 or 25 years because you're totally changing what you do easy you know, is that harder or not it's it's different and everybody handles that differently are you glad to be back back in school and you know having that atmosphere back or would you rather it you know be back on online online was hard the biggest thing I mean it, I went into teaching because I enjoy working with kids I enjoy making those connections I enjoy watching them learn and when you're working online with them it's a lot harder to make those connections if I had to, if I had if I had to go into that situation I would certainly do things differently this time around than I did in the spring. I learned a lot <laughs> in yeah. the spring, but absolutely. I mean, went into teaching because I like being with kids, so I'm a lot happier being in the class with them than looking at them through a computer screen, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot different being in person compared to looking at them through a screen. Yeah. It's like, you're, they're still there, but like, are they really there? Oh, exactly. You know? They're there from the shoulders up or, you know, again, little kids, their elbow, their knee, their toes, yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. Are All over there? the place. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything specifically that you miss about how schools were run 
you know, before COVID. It's the ability for kids to work together and collaborate on things. Um, the biggest, I think the biggest change, the one that I'm struggling the most with is kids can't share anything. So even if they're trying to play a game together, they should, if it involves rolling a dice, they should both have, the, they should both have their own dice. Right. So now, when when you when you think of the things that you like doing with kids, it's collaborating. It's you know, if if they're working on a pro, uh, uh, um, science projects where they're building something, well, they can work together and they can use whatever materials they need and they can build them. Well, right now, I can put a few things together, and that one kid can use them, and the other kid can talk to them about it, but shouldn't touch. And that doesn't work well when you're seven. So mm -hmm. those really kids being really involved and really it's hard it's harder to get the kids really engaged because you can't can't is the wrong word. It's really hard to give them the kinds of tasks that they enjoy being engaged with or that they that they will really engage in because of the restrictions we've got in place. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, especially like going from online to going back to school, seeing their friends and stuff, mm -hmm. and then having that kind of wall that they can't do stuff really yeah. together. It's yeah. like... It's hard. Yeah. I think the only reason it the only reason it's working as well as it is is because they were away from it for so long. So they came back to this is the expectation. Mm. And ev everybody's been very clear about explaining this is what we're doing because... So they're more accepted. They're they're a lot more accepting of it. They're ha and it goes back to what I said before. They're ha they're happy to be back. Yeah. But it's those kids that you try really hard to engage through the really hands-on things are the kids that you're losing that much faster. Yeah. Yeah, that's they're, the hard part. They're always the worry, but now they're even more of a worry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah. that is all I have planned. Yep. Um, thank you again for joining me and answering the questions I had. For those of you that are listening along on cmru.ca, my name is Jaden Call and I'm the host of the School Vibe Podcast. Thank you all and I will talk to you all in the next episode.